Hi, and welcome to episode seven of The Running Realtor with Jessica Patterson Kibbe. Hey, that's me, your Southeastern Connecticut residential realtor specializing in helping buyers and sellers in New London County. And to this today, I'm here with the one, the only, the man with endurance who sells insurance, Mr. Michael Whalen from Farmers Insurance. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited about this. So for anybody who is kind of new to the area or new to the podcast, um, we do weekly releases with co-hosts, and today's uh, co-host is Mr. Michael Whalen from Farmers Insurance, and we are down here in Flanders Four Corners. And yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and jump right in. So Michael, <laughs> how did you end up in Southeastern Connecticut? Oh, well, um, born and raised in New Jersey. Thought I might be in New Jersey for the rest of my life, but my wife is from Brantford, Connecticut. Awesome. Which is along the shoreline, about 20, 25 miles um, west of here. Mm -hmm. And um, we ended up in Brantford. I lived there for close to 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, and every time I came east, I just, you know, continued to fall in love with it. You know, whether it's the center of town in Essex, um, I blame Catherine Hepburn. Uh, she said we that, all do. <laughs> she said that uh, Fenwick was literally um, heaven on earth. That's yeah. why she lived here. She's a lot of people don't know she's originally from Connecticut mm. and made one of her homes here. Most people know that. So that that whole area, and then all the way out to the Mystic and to the Rhode Island border. Mm. Um, every time I came out here, I just really enjoyed it. So when I had an opportunity to open my farmer's agency four years ago, I decided to look out this way. Yeah. Um, we had also moved to Westbrook. So lovely. Home is now in Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, business is in East Lyme. And I'm super happy every day about that. That's awesome. So I hear that so often when I'm talking to people who aren't kind of native to Southeastern Connecticut. Like I grew up in North Central Connecticut, but I started, I moved down here after I went to Knowing for the first time, which is like a little village in Groton. And did you ever watch Murder, She Wrote with Angela Lansbury? Sure did. Okay. So <laughs> I've been a murderino my whole life, pretty much. I blame my mom. But um, came down, saw No Ink, and it immediately reminded me of Cabot Cove, Maine, which is where, um, uh, what's it called? Angela. Uh, Angela Lansbury. That's where she was. That's where the store, like her, um, what the heck was the name of the show? Um, Angela Lansbury, she was Jessica Fletcher, and the show was called, I should know this off the top of my head, Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote, yeah. The town that she lived in, Cabot Cove, Maine, reminded me of No Ink, and I just instantly fell in love. I was like, there's lobsters and traps, and this is the best <laughs> thing ever. Like, it was fantastic. So, question for you about, when you say farmer's insurance, a couple questions about that. One, what do you specialize in? And then two, where do you service? I'm assuming, obviously, the Connecticut area. Um, but say if somebody was moving into southeastern Connecticut, would you be able to help them as well, kind of transfer everything over or? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I service the whole state of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that when half the people like to have a agent relationship when they're looking for insurance, and half the people are more motivated just by price. Mm. But when you're, you know, when you're looking to have that relationship, I think it makes sense to be somewhat local. Yeah. You know, to have somebody within a short driving distance that you could go to their office, you know, at any time so that you can review your policies, make sure that you have the right coverages, things like that. Um, farmers is sort of, you know, 
we're not the lowest priced, but certainly we have some of the best policies. Mm -hmm. Our homeowner's policy is the, the equivalent of an HO5 policy, which is you know, one of the you lost me there. best <laughs> ones that you can get. Um, and, you know, I pride myself in making sure that um, people have all the coverages that they're going to need in case of, you know, God forbid that happens. So yeah. You want to make sure that that you you don't regret that, you know, maybe you didn't have an inventory of all your personal property. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you're not doing some things that you can do to mitigate the potential for loss. Uh, you want to make sure that you have enough loss of use coverage in the event of a catastrophe. Yeah. Um, just things that are really important. And some of that's related to where you are in life. Yeah. You know, um, younger people uh, might need a little bit less coverage, but as you're getting married, buying a home, doing well in your job, yeah. Now you're, ha you know, now you have considerable assets that need to be protected. Mm -hmm. Do you know it's so funny that you say that? Because I like many younger people, I would assume. Earlier on in my career, which was not that long ago, um, I was absolutely that I'm just going to go online and I need the cheapest thing possible because having insurance was a requirement, not necessarily. I didn't see the big picture like I can sleep well safety benefit of it, you know, and as I kind of moved up in my career, as I, you know, bought properties, as we became landlords, there were a lot of things that I started to wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh my gosh, what if X, Y, Z happens? Because I am that person, right? Being able to call up our insurance agent and go, hey, what if this happens? And just have three different answers and three different solutions made it such a less scary, intimidating thing. Like, for example, one of the things that I ask when I'm talking with home buyers is, especially just because, you know, we are coastal, so a lot of properties that I look at with um, buyers are flood zones, right? And they go, well, what if, what if this happens? And I'm like, that's an insurance question. You need to make a relationship with your insurance agent because they are going to be the ones that can not just tell you, okay, it's going to be this amount per month, but really guide you through the, the tragedy, the, the recovering trauma of what if the worst does happen? Like, don't you want to know that you're not only covered for it, but that you have someone that you can call that you know will help you? And to me, that peace of mind, like that service has become more valuable in my life and for my family than the ability to be like, okay, hey, I saved myself 20 bucks this month. So like just when I speak to first time home buyers, the number one thing that I recommend is you need to have an insurance agent who you can trust and you're going to start thinking about things a little bit differently, especially if you've always traditionally rented, right? Yes, renter's insurance is important. I always had it and I've needed it twice in my life. Going from, okay, I rent and the inside of the apartment is what I'm responsible for to, oh my gosh, now I've purchased and I'm responsible for everything is a very, can be overwhelming, but is also a very humbling thing. Because to me, that was one of the markers of like, oh, I'm grown up now. <laughs> like I, I need, I'm the person who's responsible for this. And having that connection really does, in my opinion, make all of the difference. So can you talk a little bit about, because one of the things that when I first found out about, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I start telling everybody that I know, people my age and younger were like, I've never even heard of that. People older or more successful, even if they were my age, were like, uh, why are you just learning about that now? So can we talk about umbrella policies, please? <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
I always say don't don't forget the umbrella. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never know when it's going to rain. But the the thing about an umbrella policy is, you know, as you have more assets to protect, um, you should be concerning yourself with your personal liability. Yeah. Right? So that's really what that's all about. Um, when you buy a home, the average personal liability in a homeowner's policy, um, you know, sort of a standard or slightly enhanced policy might be three hundred thousand dollars. You can up that to five hundred thousand, a million. Yeah. Million, five million, ten million. That's one way to do it. Um, but really, uh, that the the other thing that you should consider is the umbrella policy because that is strictly your personal liability over and above yeah. the other limits on your policies. Yeah. So if you're in a multi-car accident, um, if your dog bites somebody and there's serious injuries, somebody gets hurt on your property. Or you're found personally liable for, you know, defamation of character or slander. Yeah. Um, all of these things, um, average lawsuits these days are getting up near three, four, five hundred thousand dollars, and in a serious case, you know, it does it does go into the millions. So, if you have one, two, three million dollars to protect, then you should have an appropriate umbrella policy. Yeah. For those levels, and it. It really is um, an incredible thing to have if you end up needing it because without it, and you if you are found personally liable, um, your 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 ongoing income is at risk. Yeah, um, and that can be taken from you, and that can cause long term damage to your financial health. Yeah, and the great thing about umbrella policies is they probably average maybe three four hundred dollars per million. Uh, on an annual basis which is amazing just the peace of mind of that is amazing and worth it like <laughs> yeah exactly and especially if you're a boater or if you're riding motorcycles mm -hmm. or any kind of you know vehicles with wheels that have a tendency you to guys cover and rvs and campers too right we sure do okay yeah. awesome um all kinds of special yeah. items if you can drive it, we'll cover it. Awesome. See, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Golf carts too. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, I actually have some girlfriends who live over in Clinton and they have their little like golf cart gang where they ride their carts around and I shouldn't maybe be recording this, but they drink their drinks and their cups and it's pretty lovely. So one of the things that I'm wondering about is when we talk about kind of the need for insurance kind of evolving as like a person professionally develops or as evolves or as they get say their family or basically major lifestyle changes right so like if you're getting married if you're having kids if you're getting divorced if you're buying a house the one that I would add on to that if you are seriously thinking about becoming a real estate investor, if you are looking at buying multiple properties, becoming a landlord, becoming a short-term um, rental host, so like VRBO, VRBO, Airbnb, right? The very first conversation that I have with someone when they're like, okay, no, I'm seriously interested in that. Because that's kind of what my niche, niche is. Um, Yes, I love working with first-time home buyers. Yes, I'm always happy to work with local sellers. But like, it really is. If you want to get into investment properties, like those are the types of clients that I get excited about. Having that very real, very uncomfortable conversation with someone when we sit down and they go, "Hey, I just found this million-dollar property over in Mystic that I I really want to buy and I'm going to rent it out and make it like a wedding venue and do X, Y, Z." It's like, okay, one, are you going to be cash poor if you do that? And two. Let's sit down and think about all of the other things that go along with that. Do you have a dog? Do you want people on your property? 
have you created an LLC? There's like all of these things. So I sometimes refer to myself as like the killer of dreams and the bringer of reality because sometimes I think you just need somebody to sit down and say, you know what, that is a great idea. And in a perfect world, it would happen exactly how you want it to. And this is what success would look like. But in the real world, this is how you need to prepare yourself to ensure that when and if something bad happens, that you are covered. So it's just, yeah. If my number one recommendation for anybody listening right now, if you are interested in becoming an investment property owner, please talk to your insurance agent because there are things that you are going to want to get in place ahead of time. And then once you make those purchases, just to make your life easier. Okay. That's my 30 second soapbox on that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, it's a great point. And the other thing is you, you mentioned VRBO and if, you, if you're doing that, or is it actually Verbo? I've seen it Whichever. Much. Yeah. Right. So um, if you're doing that, each one, of those clients, you know, they become an individual client for that short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a tremendous amount of risk involved in that. So first and foremost, make sure that you're requiring either through the company mm-hmm. or however they want to uh, facilitate it, but make sure they are getting insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anybody that I talk to, I always say like, that's the number one thing. And it's relatively inexpensive to buy through VRBO for the guest or um, through Airbnb for the, like the short term coverage. But it's like, you have to require that because you just never know, especially if you allow for pets. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So as a successful business owner, as a successful family man, as a I'm just looking around your office. And for anybody who hasn't been over to Michael's office in Flanders Four Corners, swing in. It's great. It's very welcoming. Like it is. Like Thank you. and yeah. anytime I come in here, there's always something happening. Like it just it almost seems like you've created like a social spot in addition to yeah. an office. And that's and, cool. And that was purposeful. Um, you know, I had a lot of choices of what type of office to have. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit elaborate for an average um It's pretty great. You know, <laughs> <laughs> local insurance. Uh, office, but um, it was done on purpose because I want it to be a destination where people, you know, feel welcome. Yeah. Um, They can come and bring their friends, bring their family. There's always um, coffee and snacks and water and tea and juice and soda, whatever anyone wants. Um, We, you know, we just take the approach that, you know, this is an important thing, you know, as far as our growing our business it's i think it expands the service a little bit absolutely and if someone can come here and uh, and feel happy and feel comfortable then that makes me feel good because you've definitely accomplished that yeah it's funny whenever my kid and i drive by um you're known as the french fry guy so we were <laughs> we had the opportunity to come to uh michael's office for not necessarily an open house but kind of like a showcase event and as anyone who's into networking you go to these and there's always a lot of great stuff for adults but most people in networking situations in my experience and this isn't a judgment on anyone but don't really think that kids are going to come along but as a working parent like i'm always kind of a plus one (laughs) do you know what i mean (laughs) um sometimes it's a plus three (laughs) and when we came here and you had a dedicated like area and food specifically set up for kids that were kid friendly, wasn't like, I'm an adult and I'm going to put down what I think kids were wanting. It's like, oh no, no, kids actually get excited about this. Yeah. And we walked in, like every time we drive by, he's like, that's the French guy, fr- French fry guy's office. And I'm like, well, his name is Mr. Whalen, but yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I wish I could take credit for that, but all the credit for that uh, goes to my wife. She always has a, uh, an ability to think about all the possibilities of what might go on. And she, she made sure that, um, you know, for any, we, we've had those events 
several times and she makes sure that everybody has something for everyone that's you know going to be here um she also decorated this place so um you know and we have seven kids and six grandkids so that's amazing very rare when we're somewhere without kids yeah so, um yeah that's that's all her she's a, a secret weapon in the background um, yes yes that's a great and, way to describe uh, it she she helps me you know um, develop the business expand the business and just just grow the business by the things that um, she facilitates for for us in the background yeah that's it so i would ask um kind of what is your secret to success but it sounds like it's just it's your strong family it's your support group it's being up to date because we were just chatting a little bit before um we started the podcast episode just about uh chat gpt and just kind of ai and that's going to be a whole nother conversation um in another episode because i am trying to get um a couple different people involved in that just because there's so many opportunities with this and i think the more that we can all stay relevant in our industry knowledge um the more of service we can be to our clients um so one of uh what i've been hearing from listeners is one of the favorite parts that everybody loves especially people coming to southeastern connecticut who may maybe have been here maybe have vacationed here but are like seriously considering moving here do you have any locals kind of favorites or uh tips or either favorite places that like you personally love to go to or you love to go to with your family whether it's kind of a like a health and wellness focus like do you guys have anywhere that like you like to go for walks or any favorite restaurants because we like to do shout outs because it is southeastern connecticut really the connecticut coastline to me is the place to be right so if we can bring awareness to other places it's just like the whole rising tide thing like Let's make this as positive as possible. So I don't know, like if you had to pick kind of your top two things that if someone's like, hey, I'm going to come to Southeastern Connecticut for a weekend, what would you recommend they go check out? Oh, my God, there's just so much. First of all, <laughs> one, you know, as you know, one weekend's not going to be enough. Exactly. But, um, you know, the, the Mystic is incredible. Yeah. Um, and it's becoming, uh, unfortunately, it's starting to be really well known in New York and other parts of the country and uh, so it's getting super popular it's becoming like a mini uh, Hamptons maybe in a in, in some ways but it's you know if, if you haven't been there um, just definitely check it out absolutely yeah. incredible yeah but um, a lot of things I, I sort of live right on the Westbrook Old Saybrook line um, a lot of things you know Westbrook you have uh, Water's Edge you have Cafe Rudier um, in Old Saybrook, uh, Aspen mm. is, is a favorite restaurant. Essex is there now, mm -hmm. uh, a little more upscale, but just anywhere you go, um, you know, you're just going to find friendly people and a, and a great atmosphere. Um, we do a lot of golfing on Fenwick. Nice. It's nice because it's nine holes and don't always have five, six hours. Yeah. But um, absolutely beautiful views when you're playing there. Yeah. It's always a great place to play. Uh, of course, um, you know, for the, for the golfers, there's there's you know a lot of great courses uh, to, to check out. Um, and Lake of Isles is another one that we play. That's over in Norwich, right? Yep. Yep. That's over in Norwich. Um, and just you know that type of stuff. But um, restaurants, uh, maybe center of town of Essex. 
center of town uh, in in Chester. Yeah. Just just beautiful places. Old Lyme. There's a lot of bed and breakfasts if you're going to come for a weekend. If you're coming for a weekend, plan to just move here because yeah. I've yet to meet somebody who's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it, it really is. There's, you know, it has that old New England feel. There, yeah. There's, there's a romance to it. It's, it's mm -hmm. just, it's a beautiful place to live. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in Connecticut that, you know, people say, oh, all well, the taxes are high. And True, the but. The weather isn't always great, but, you know, at the end of the day, there's no, there's no place I'd rather be. It's, it really yeah. is. And, and I, tra my family travels a lot. And when I come home, I was happy to be home and it just feels great. That's awesome. So if you are a boater, a first time home buyer, um, or an interested investment property, um, candidate, or just really, you're not sure what's going on with your car insurance or your home insurance, can I just suggest give, to give Michael a call? Thank you <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> I'm going to put um, all of Michael's information in the episode notes so that way you know how to get in contact with him. And just thank you so much for interviewing today. Um, yeah, this has been great. And look forward to seeing you guys back next week. Thanks so much.